0: to stop the self-sabotage and create the Life You Desire podcast. What does the winter solstice, the season of everything being merry and bright, and you living a high-quality life have to do with each other? Well, this is the month when we look at the winter solstice. December 22nd, for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere— and it means that it is the longest night of the year, which means on December 23rd, we actually start getting more light. So for those of us who actually thrive on that, yes, the light is coming back to the world. So it's no coincidence that whenever Christmas was designed to be celebrated it was actually moved to the month of december way back when you can look it up on google um, but way back when it was set to correspond with the 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 um winter solstice that the light comes back into the world okay so what do these two things have to do with you and your brilliance? Well, this is the month when everything is supposed to be merry and bright, and yet we can feel like it's fake. We're we're living that imposter syndrome because we're putting on a face to the world that everything's okay, but yet internally we're... We can be falling apart sometimes, and why is that? Well, we got finances, we got family, and we've got what's familiar, the three Fs that will freak you up. So finances, this is a month where things can seem to be tighter than most months because of what we feel like we need to give to others. And it's not just on finances, it's also on time. It is those resources uh, that we have access to that we can feel like is being stretched. And right now, Oh my gosh, if you turn on the news, everybody seems to be talking about how um, prices are so much more than what they were in previous years. I want you to keep this in mind. News programs are not designed to give you the news. They are designed to increase readership or viewership, excuse me. They're designed to increase viewership because then they can charge more for the commercials because they've got more eyes on, on watching them. So they're not always going to tell you what is correct, but yeah, maybe you are feeling the pinch this year. I'm not going to deny it. So you got finances and we know that, uh, that is the number one stressor. It can cause an IQ drop of up to 40 points, which then puts you in the realm of stupid. I don't know about you. I don't have that many points to lose. Okay. Now let's add into that family or friends that we feel are family or friends that want to act like their family oh my gosh so this can also be a trigger to where we feel like we have to suppress and repress what's really going on to keep the peace and keep everything progressing And then things build and build and build until we get triggered in a way where we lose our top. And what happens when that takes place, you go to what's familiar. So maybe you're not bitching at those around you. Uh, Maybe you're using another outside source to help you feel good. And I'm going to be talking about this later on in the month, how you can get those dopamines and uh, dopamine hits in unhealthy ways, but let's just say that it's um, endlessly scrolling on social media, or finding somebody on social media to pick a fight with because it's misplaced anger from the person that you feel like you can't draw a boundary with, or it's the food, it's the alcohol, it's the chewables. Uh huh. Yeah. There's a lot of ways where you can suppress and repress, but every time you do, your light gets dimmer. It goes down even further. And then when you really need it, when you need to be able to call on it for your next level of achievement, it's not there. It's too weak. So I want to talk to you about something known as fruits of the spirit, which are ways to keep you nourished and nurtured to get through this month. So I want you to think about a goal that you have, something that you'd like to see, uh, an experience of progress, not necessarily the results, the full results, but progress this month. Okay. Now we know that whenever you set a goal that there is space between you And those results and your subconscious mind, which runs most of your life and it's going to be in charge of the habits and patterns and beliefs and thoughts, as well as actions of achievement to either move you towards that goal or to move you away through suppression and repression. Okay. So you got that goal. You've got that space. The subconscious mind will not tolerate a void. So it says it needs to fill that space with something. And typically it will fill it with hard work. And there's nothing wrong with working hard, working hard, doing the work to reveal you at your healthiest. But there is a problem with you always working hard because you always feel like you've got to prove something because you're never going to be able to prove enough. And this uh, could be one of the reasons why you are absolutely exhausted. By the way, what I'm giving you is insight to the coaching program. I'm taking my private clients through this month, the fruits of the spirit, how to stay nurtured and nourished uh, uh, with your identity upgrades because we know it's not just your actions that you take for achievement. It's also how you optimize your emotions because those emotions aren't always going to feel good. You've got to use when life freaks you up in a way to where it still moves you uh, into progress. And then the mental level, which is going to be your focus and how you can keep your attention, because we're now told that people have less of an attention span than a goldfish that were seven seconds and goldfish are eight. <laughs> okay. So how are you going to keep your focus? Well, the only way you can do that is by being nurtured and nourished through an identity upgrade. So fruits of the spirit are going to assist you with that. You may have heard that term used in um, Christianity. I'm here to say that your spirit wants the world to be a better place because you're better in it. I don't care what what you um, decide to worship that's in a healthy way that this is here, and it can uh, lend some some insight on what it is that you need to do so you can start having an impact. All right, so you've got your goal. We've got that space. We typically fill it with hard work. Uh, Instead, I want you to fill it with an awareness of who you're becoming, So I'm going to give you these different fruits of the spirit, and I want you to pick one, just one that you want to focus on revealing this month. Because as you reveal more of it, it is actually then going to give you the sustenance you need to keep going until you get to the success. So we're going to be looking at love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Each one of these has a healthy side, each one has a dysfunctional side, and each one has its opposite. Now, why is it important for you to know the opposite? It's not necessarily so um, you'll be going into it. It's because the opposite in other people is going to be attracted to you. you're going to be a bright shining light out there. And others who don't know how to to turn on their own bubble of brilliance are going to be attracted to your light. And then they're going to want to plug into it. In fact, bubble of brilliance is uh, actually something I use with all of my first time clients. And uh, I had one of my clients come back to me and she said she was in a group of people and immediately got the symbolism in her mind of a swarm of mosquitoes around her trying to to stick their pointy little, uh, whatever the name of that thing is, um, that that pointy little sticker through her bubble and drink out of her. But her bubble had been strengthened in such a way that they couldn't do it. And then somebody else walked into the room and the swarm moved off and and went and looked for its next food source. So you need to know that when you're a bright shining light out there, you're going to attract others who are going to want to plug into you and use you for their energy source, use you for their food source. We're going to be talking about later on this month, um, the different types of attachments. Uh, I, I came across this not too long ago in the dating world when I met somebody who was really, really excited right off the bat to meet me just online and started going a little too far far as far as multiple texts during the day and, hey, can we talk? And I said, you know, let's meet in person. And when I drew my boundary, they pulled away. And so that gave me some really needed information about they may not necessarily know how to nurture and nourish themselves. And so they're looking for someone else to do it. Um, In fact, I, I have a girlfriend that gave me a phrase that people are either looking for a nurse or a purse. Oh, thank you, Pat. That was absolutely brilliant. And what she meant by that is people will be looking for a nurse. They're going to be looking for a relationship that is going to nurse them, that is going to take care of them. Uh, No, they're supposed to be able to do that for themselves and then bring the best parts of them uh, to the relationship. Now, we're going to be talking in just a moment about there is something as support that when your um, best buddies, your family, uh, your friends, your love re- relationships, when they're in a hard spot, you want to be able to support them, but you don't want to be the one to nurse them back to health. Uh, there are other people like me who do that for a living and that's what they're supposed to be investing in, not asking for you to do it for them. Okay. So people are either looking for a nurse or they're looking for a purse which means that they're looking for someone who's got resources. And it's not just finances. It's going to be time. I hit somebody that I talked to a couple of days ago about a potential date and they're like, well, I don't know if you even have time in your life for a relationship. You always seem so busy. And it's like, yes, I am. I have a life. I am not sitting on the couch waiting for a man to show up and give me a sense of purpose. I already have that. Thank you very much. <laughs> so um, uh, you'll make time for those that have earned the right for you for them to have that time. But they will look for a purse for, again, to for you to be more of a sponsor for them so they can get their feel-goods instead of learning how to fulfill themselves. And one other thing that I want to add into all of this, as a woman, you will amplify whatever somebody gives you. That's something else I'm going to be talking about this month, is that when they're out of order and they bring it to you, you're going to amplify that. So, Just keep that in mind, and the first thing you want to do is get yourself in order, and then draw a healthy boundary around that order, and say, yeah, I'm not here to create order in someone else's life. I'm here to actually model magnificence. Okay, let's get into the fruits of the spirit. Love. Love at its basic form is simply bonding. Bonding. You can bond where it becomes part of you. You can have a uh, love for your children. You can have love for your friends and other family members. Uh, you can have love for things that have become part of your identity. I have a love for the great outdoors. I'm out in it as much as possible. So it's bonding to where it actually becomes part of your identity. Now it's dysfunctional when you love, but you don't know how to have a relationship. We've all been there, haven't we? Where we've loved somebody and love wasn't enough to save it because you need to have the steps of having a relationship. And I'm, I'm just going to give you those steps real quick here. Uh, honesty, trust, respect, open communication, uh, values. And then after that, uh, intimacy into me, you see, uh, there will be a power struggle. How do you get stable in those power struggles? Then there is a commitment to what you want to co-create with them. Okay. So, oh, by the way, If I can assist you with any of this, reach out to me. Uh, You can go to my website, canhypnosishelpyou.com and set up a complimentary coaching call where I guarantee you will leave with a tip tool or technique for same day results, but you're not going to get resolution. You will get same day results. You can also go to dawnlandrum.com and sign up for a free hypnosis Audio as well as the free coaching call. Or you can send me a text, one 636 7791 Again, that's one 636 7791 Tell me that you want to have a complimentary coaching call on how to be absolutely brilliant and nourished with the fruits of the spirit. And uh I'll let you know the availability I have within 24 to 48 hours. Okay. So love is bonding. It's dysfunctional when you don't know how to have a relationship that supports that love. What is the opposite of love? It is indifference. Yeah, people just don't care. We see this all the time now. Uh, Out on the streets, somebody is, is being assaulted and people whip out their phones to record it instead of stepping up to do something about it. And you have to be careful when your brilliance attracts people in because they will love the fact that you have love. Uh, They don't know how to generate it for themselves. But then the very thing that attracts them in is what starts irritating them, and then they will want to drag you down to their level instead of stepping up to yours so you have to be really careful by having your boundaries in place. Remember the number one reason to have a boundary is to keep you safe. And then it gives you needed information about the other person. All right. Joy. Joy what we're genetically wired for joy. Uh it is an experience of cooperation, generosity and compassion. We feel joyful when we can do those things. It's dysfunctional though when you confuse it with happiness. So you can be joyful even in the midst of terrible circumstances. Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning, talks about the Holocaust and the men that would walk through the, the barracks taking their last crumb of bread that may be the difference between them being alive today and being alive tomorrow, taking that last little crust and giving it to someone who was sick. It was that spirit of cooperation. You can be joy-filled in the the most horrific circumstances, but we confuse joy with happiness. See, happiness is short-term. Happiness comes from solving problems. And so you solve a problem, depending on how painful the problem was, will determine how long the happiness sticks around, anywhere from 10 minutes to three weeks, and then it wears off. And then guess what you need to do? You need to go find another problem to solve to be happy again. We have happiness addicts out there. Mm. Instead, you want to replace that with joy. Now, what is the opposite of joy? It is unbelief. What? Uh huh. Yeah. Um, you don't believe that there are people out there who want to cooperate with you, just because they want to see you at your best. You you no longer believe that there are those who can be generous, or that there are those who are compassionate. So, we we will we have cognitive bias we will find what we're looking for. And so I'm not asking you to to believe something that society on a whole is showing us is rapidly diminishing. Instead, I want you to start asking your very powerful mind to find the people who do want to cooperate, who are generous, who are compassionate, Approximately 20% out there are. So instead of trying to believe something that's actually going to be BS, uh, bullshit belief system, uh, it, it start looking for those that do have it. All right, peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken, wholeness. You are not broken, you are not flawed you do not need to be fixed. You just found some unhealthy ways to cope with life because you were taught to endure and to keep going. And um, okay, let's use that though. Let, let's let use that endurance uh, in just a little bit when we talk about patience, but let's use it in a way that is going to be healthy and functional for you. So what is dysfunctional peace? It is sacrificing your healthy self to, to keep the peace. Mm, Yeah. Don't rock the boat. (laughs) Love you, mom. Um, and whenever you hear me say that you, you know I'm going to give her up on something uh my first marriage I was in it for almost not quite two decades I was in that relationship I got very married very very young and unfortunately his mental illness had not been diagnosed cuz it just wasn't talked about back then and so there was drug use uh Between both of us, he and I, he dealing with his mental illness and then me trying to deal with the life that I was living because of it. And um, I went to my mom and I'm like, I don't think I can do this anymore. I think think I'm going to have to get out. And she said, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. And now I can look back and I see why she was saying that because she had been decades in a a incredibly abusive relationship. You'll hear me talk about my dad and that he was absolutely phenomenal in some ways, but there was no doubt he was an abuser and I had the broken bones to show for it. So, it, you'll sacrifice yourself to to keep the peace. Now, what's the opposite of peace? It's pain without purpose. So you have to give the pain a purpose for progress. I had a woman come to me. You've heard me tell this story before because she had been in an abusive relationship years earlier, had gotten out, was remarried, had a beautiful daughter, and yet woke up every single morning with panic and anxiety that the medications weren't doing anything about. And, Therapy wasn't addressing it either. And so her therapist actually sent her to me, and we did a hypnosis session where I asked her powerful mind to come up with a purpose for all the pain that she had went through. And that purpose had to be one that was going to progress the quality of her life. Nobody knew she was going to write a book to other women On how to get out of those situations. Nobody knew that. She didn't even know it. I talked to her several weeks after the session and she's like, guess what I'm doing? And I already have a contract for it. And it's like, what? Because our powerful mind needs to be told, do something with this. Take this electrical cord that's on the ground flopping around and, and shocking everything it touches plug it into something that's actually going to improve the quality of your life. Okay. Patience. Patience means perseverance and endurance towards a quality goal. Mhm. Yeah. Sometimes we need to be able to last a while until we get what it is that we're looking for. There was a study done uh, almost 8,000 people, the largest of its kind. There were people who were high achievers in all walks of life, that, that they were outstanding. So it was business, it was family, it was physical fitness, and they were looking for the one common denominator that that all of them shared. Actually, they were looking for more than one, but there was only one that they found. And it was given the term. Grit simply means the resolve to keep going when everything tells you that you should stop. But that's where we can get dysfunctional, to where we can look at being a sponsor instead of a support. A sponsor is when we take it all on to make it happen. Support is partnership you already know you've taken on people as projects you've sponsored them because you fell in love with their potential and just accepted who they were showing you that they were what we're supposed to do is fall in love with who they show us they are and accept their potential so that way if they never realize their potential then that's the the um The relationship is not going to suffer because of it. But I I want to take this one step further. I want you to think about that identity of who you're becoming as you're moving towards the goal that I asked you to pick for this month. So she wants to work in partnership with you 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 both can support each other, who you are now with all the experience that you've had and who she is. She, she knows what you should be focusing on, how to optimize your emotions, the actions you need to take for impact. Uh, in hypnosis, a lot of people call it inner advisor. I like to call her your wise woman. Um, she's also wisdom. Yeah, know, we, Solomon said, um, when God said, I'll give you anything, what do you want? And he said, give me wisdom because with her, everything else can be added to my life. So wisdom, it's being able to take the knowledge and discerning in a way to where your intuition actually works for you. Cause your intuition will lie. It, it, it will tell you that something's okay if it is something familiar. So, wisdom, remember, she, she's the part of you that has not yet been incorporated into your identity. Uh, so, she may give you instructions on how to do something. That is going to be completely foreign because it's outside of your familiar zone. Some people call it a comfort zone. There's nothing comfortable about being stuck and struggling. Okay. So it's supposed to be a support, a supportive partnership. What is the opposite? Rushing and pushing. Making it happen now. Got to go find it now, especially during this month. I would challenge you that if someone asks you to do something for them, that you wait 24 hours before you respond. There's a reason why they say sleep on it. It allows your subconscious mind to process. Is this something that you can use for progress? Uh, then uh, <laughs> uh, if there's something that you want to do for yourself, I'm going to say choose by the end of the day. Uh, But be careful because the later you get in the day, the more decision exhaustion will take place because you've used up all your units of energy. So just be aware of that. Okay, kindness. Kindness is an expression of love. It's how we express love, especially to those who least deserve it. There was somebody in my life, that, um, had really treated me like crap. And, uh, I, I was talking to my girlfriend and she's like, why are you still engaging with them? And I said, well, I've got boundaries in place, so they're not allowed to treat me like crap anymore. Uh, I can definitely walk away at any time, but spirit is telling me that they need to Uh, have the experience of someone who loves them unconditionally not based on their performance not based on their potential but who just loves them right now now I I will say that this person couldn't handle and they finally had to walk away from me because they felt like that they needed to earn it Um, so kindness is where we're like okay Um, this is how I can say, you know what, I see who you are and I I have things in place to protect me, but I can still see you. Now, the dysfunctional side of kindness is being a people pleaser. That's when you become a doormat. You do not have the boundaries in place that are going to protect you. Remember the first reason for a boundary is it's to keep you safe. The second reason is it gives you needed information about the other person. The third reason to have a boundary, they allow you to heal. Can't heal without boundaries. And then the fourth reason to have a boundary, uh, it gives you what you need to know in order to move forward in that relationship with the person, place, or thing. Uh, What is the opposite of kindness? Malice, intentionally wounding others. And remember how I said you've got to be careful when you're a bright shining light because people will test you. Uh, That that situation I just told you about where I I was like uh, to the other person, hey, I see you. And and uh, I'm still offering love. Um, they did intentionally try to hurt me, knowing exactly what my buttons were to be pushed, but I had taken away the power for them to have access to those buttons. There, there's still a trigger, but I determine what it's going to trigger. That's one of the beautiful things that you can do in hypnosis, So just know when others see you shining bright, they're going to want to take you down. It's known as the tall poppy syndrome. Who do you think you are? And in the core four, if you've been in my world long enough, you've heard me talk about the core four, uh, love is the highest expression on the core four. And um, people will instead want you to connect to painful problems instead of living uh, leadership through love. And so you've been taught to settle for those crumbs. And the reason why they did it is it's always easier to drag you down to their level than for them to step up to yours. Goodness. Goodness is excellence of character. Reputation is what people say about you. Character is what you do when nobody's looking. This is you living out your values in a healthy way. What gets dysfunctional about it is when you treat character as a transaction, you'll do something because you're going to get something in return instead of it just be being a fuller expression of who you are. And the opposite is deceit. And we've all deceived ourselves we we've all told ourselves that um we're we're going to do something to take care of ourselves uh to no longer engage in a hurtful habit uh no longer allow people to push our buttons, and then we go right back to it. Why is that? because the part of you that was wounded is immature. And how she sees the world, uh, the age you were when the original betrayal, when the original trauma took place is what you will revert back to whenever you are triggered again. So we have to release her from being triggered. We give her a new focus in your life, which is, uh, joy and love and peace and patience and, and the kindness. And then we put your wise woman in charge of your character and following through for fulfillment. So you deceive yourself that you're going to do better, not on purpose, but simply because the pain hasn't been given a purpose for progress. Okay. Faithfulness. Faithfulness, staying true to your commitment, to your word, and to your beliefs. We all have to be faithful or have faith. Um, where does it get dysfunctional when that faith is not allowed to mature? I can say something, uh, yes to something today, and two weeks from now when it's time for me to follow through, I've been given additional information to where I learned the original answer was incorrect. It was incomplete. That's all. And I need to come back and go, you know what? I can't do that. I don't think this is going to be a good idea. And so you can allow uh, staying true to your commitments, to your words, to your beliefs, to actually improve as you receive more wisdom. But here's what we do. This is the opposite of faithfulness. It's fear. Fear. And I I heard a really great quote, uh, fear is faith that's been contaminated. So you're supposed to stay true to you at your healthiest, but you'll allow um, OPS, other people's shit (laughs) or other people's stuff to determine uh, what you're going to do. Oh, what are they going to think if I back out? Uh, uh, you know what, if I do this, um, maybe I'll get that in return. That's remember dysfunctional goodness. So you, you have to allow that discernment to come in and work for you. And at times, yes, you need to follow through. And at times it's like, oh, uh, it was simply incomplete. Uh, my foundation that I had at one time, And now I know more, so I'm going to need to do better. Gentleness. This is where you're humble with compassion. I can be very gentle with some of my clients when they tell me something and I look at them and I'm like, that's a bunch of bullshit. And we're going to have to come up with a better story. And the reason why I can do that is because of my compassion. So humble isn't isn't going, you need to do this, and pointing my finger. Humble means, you know what, I get where you're coming from, because I've been in some of these places where my clients have been. And that's the reason why I can be compassionate, which says that, okay, I hear what you're saying, but I also know that you're deceiving yourself. And, and how do I know that? Well, my trainings taught me that as well as me going through a lot of the, these life experiences myself. And so I'm compassionate for the fact that you've told yourself a story and you're faithful to it, but it is a story based on your past that continues to poison your progress now, what is dysfunctional gentleness? This is where you're submissive, you're weak, and you play the victim. It's what's known as the drama trauma triangle. And the drama trauma triangles, there's a victim. Well, to have a victim, there's got to be a bully, right? And then if there's a victim and there's a bully, that cannot be maintained between two people. And so they will seek out what's known as triangulation. And so the victim gets a hero. And the hero comes in and saves them. But after a while, the victim is going, uh, you know what? I don't like this feeling of being indebted. Uh, I, I I don't like this feeling that uh, I'm not being empowered. And then the victim winds up turning the hero into another bully. Oh, okay. So, um you got to get off the drama, trauma triangle. And how do you do that? Uh, you get off the drama, trauma triangle by, uh, going to the Trinity. That'll take you to your, to the top. And the Trinity that'll take you to the top is the younger you, your history. Uh, then it is your wise woman and both of them coming through who you are today in the present, which is the gift which is the reason why they call it the present. Uh opposite of gentleness is I don't need anyone or I did it all by myself. Watch out for that one. Uh that is because you have been wounded. People go, uh, I I, I was betrayed by somebody. I was betrayed by love. No, you weren't betrayed by love. You were betrayed by an idiot. Okay. Um love does not betray. So saying you don't need anyone or you can do it all on your own leads you into avoidance and building walls that will wind up becoming the well where others will pour their emotional trash down on top of you and you begin to to drown. Okay. And then self-control. The final one. Self-control is how you show the other fruits of the spirit in your life. mm mm-hmm. Yep. All of them come through self-control. It is dysfunctional when your self-regulation is dependent on outside sources, people, places, and things uh, that are going to make you okay. Uh, nope. You actually need to be able to rely on, on yourself, but then rely on your tribe because you do need support in all of this. And then the opposite of self-control is you can't control yourself, so you're trying to control others and tell them what to do. You're projecting your problems onto them and trying to work them out that way. Whoa, boy, we covered a lot for this month. So here's your plan of action. Pick just one of these, just one that you feel is congruent with the goal that you want to see progress on this month. And then start asking your very powerful mind to find all the ways that you can start producing this fruit in your life. So it keeps you nurtured and nourished while you're going after your goal. If I can assist you with this, 1-636-699-7791. Let's see if I'm a good fit for you. I know that I have to earn my place in your life. I'm more than happy to do that with a complimentary coaching call. So the light does come back this month. It does allow it to be your light. Allow your bubble of brilliance to be a globe that lights up the world everywhere you go. But it's also a boundary that keeps you protected while you're seeking that progress. Until we get together again, blessings on your brilliance. Becoming a healing preneur, could that be you? It's not just a career, it is a calling to help people peel back the layers so they can move into progress of their brilliance and their magnificence. If this could potentially be you, then I want to let you know, I am offering you the ability to train with me privately at the group investment. I only have room right now for one person to be able to do this over the summer. We're going to take a look at our schedules, and we're going to fit training to where it's a good fit for you, as well as what I have open. Uh, And you can take up to three months, not only to train, but up to three months to take care of your investment. But again, I only have an opening for one. Why is this?